Howdy, hey there. Thank you for spending some of your valuable time with me here on the Thriving Creative Podcast. If you are new to our digital community, welcome. My name is Natalie Roberts, and if you are an old friend, welcome back. Guys, today I'm going to get real about a slightly controversial position that I hold. It's one related to our time, and it's one that, like, if you go online, whether it's on Pinterest or just Google or go in Facebook groups, it's a place that people are really passionate. And their passion isn't bad. Their opinions are totally valid. But the position that they take related to this topic is one that I distinctly disagree with. Here's the deal. I know at my tips of my toes and deep in my soul that despite how much you might like one type of planning over another, whether digital or paper or specific planner, um, like if you're a, I'm not even going to try to list, there's so many different types of planning systems. No matter where you fall on that spectrum, here is the thing that I disagree with. There isn't a planner that actually makes you able to manage your life. When I go online, one of the things that I notice is that when someone says, I am struggling with my time, never fails. 45 people comment and say, if you try this planner, you will have a better time. Oh, if you use this planning system, you will have a better time. But guys, I'm going to be real honest. From a neurological, scientific, data-driven perspective, there isn't a planner that makes you, my friend, my creative, all-over-the-place sometimes friend able to manage your life and that has nothing to do with you and it doesn't have to do with the fact that creatives can't schedule xyz all that stuff that i don't agree with which we do have other episodes around lots of those topics because here's the thing can planners physical or digital help you keep track of stuff yes do i use one Ish, And I can talk a little bit more about that in a minute. I do have a calendaring system, but that is like the cherry on top of a whole host of other things that I think most people miss when they try to talk about the perfect planner. Planners are not the magical path to time management. It's just, yeah, that is a big honking myth and one we're going to break down today. Okay, so why do we as people look for the perfect planner? What are those things that are going on internally inside of us that drive us? Like I used to be on that. First, I started out as a planner hater. I wanted to love planners. I would buy planners. They looked so pretty and they were awesome and I would make the first month look nice. But the moment things went off the rails. My planner would no longer be there or like I didn't always have my planner with me, which was a huge issue for me and how my life worked. 
I stopped using it. And every single year I was like, I'm going to become a planner. That was for like 10 years of my life. And then after that, I went into this time where I deluded myself and I said, I'm not a planning sort of person. I have priorities and I know what's important to me and I just get it done. But that also was not true. So what I had to realize first is, okay, what is our mindset around planning? What is our mindset around why do we keep looking as humans for this perfect planner? What is the psychological reason for that? And how can we get unstuck in that? Okay, so what is the psychological reason for that? One, as humans, we want something else on the outside of us to tell us what to do, to solve our problem. We want there to be an answer because that is less messy. It comforts us. And so that is something we look for. And planners are this like pretty bow put together answer for our time management concerns, or at least we tell ourselves. This often comes from this idea of an external locus of control. And what it allows us to do when we have an external locus of control, it allows us to blame our circumstances on something else. Oh, I'm not prioritized. I'm feeling scattered. I'm feeling overwhelmed. I'm forgetting things. Things aren't happening. It must be my planner. I mustn't have the right planning system for my brain, how my life works. I'm a planning failure, whatever that thing is, but it gives us a reason. And remember last week, if you haven't listened to last week's episode yet about accepting yourself versus really loving yourself and how if you really love yourself, there's something else that needs to be added because acceptance alone just doesn't work. If you haven't listened to that yet, definitely after this episode, go back. But we go a little bit more in depth into what happens when we have this external locus of control and how harmful that can be. The third reason we are always, I think, as a society, getting stuck in this loop of like looking for the perfect planner, planner system, is that we've been told that this is the answer. It's the answer to all of our problems. It's the answer to how we are feeling. It's the answer to our overwhelms, our overextendedness, our over, or just over it. And that planning systems and all of that is what is needed if we want to be on the path of success. But success is a mindset and it, there are multiple paths to it. There is not just one path. So here's the truth. And this is true if you have a creatively wired brain or you are more left brain in your approach. Here's the truth. Planners don't control your time. You control your time. Now, I know I've mentioned before, but my kids most favoritest movie in the entire world and it's not even really a movie it's a taped production of a broadway musical is newsies and in newsies and i think it's the broadway version but i also really love the disney version even if my kids don't they have this line that says 
Headlines don't sell papes. Newsies sells papes. And that's the same as planners. Planners, my dear, dear friends, don't control your time. And the more you tell yourself that that is your time management problem, the more you will get stuck in a dreaming, doing, disorganized disaster of a life. And we want to break that pattern. We want to get out of that cycle. The next truth is how you think about your time really is the core of time management success. If you don't have a system for optimizing how you think about your time and awareness, then you are really literally, it's like making a cup of coffee in a French press. We are big French pressers in our house and it's like pouring the water in. And if you haven't ever used a French press, what you do is you grind up the beans and then you pour in hot water and you let it soak. And that's good. That's an important process. And in that you have all the messiness. But in order to move forward, you got to strain that messy out. You have to strain out like that drudge at the bottom. You got to push it all down so that you can have the beautiful, sweet nectar of coffee. Or for you here in terms of your time, we have to push down all of the mindset traps we have around our time in order to be able to experience success with whatever planning system we pick. So if we're not doing the work to notice, what do I actually believe about my time? Do I believe my time is limitless or does it have limits? Do I have a system where I prioritize my time? Do I know what my priorities are as opposed to being a reactive scheduler? And when I say schedule, I don't mean like, oh, clean the bathroom or X, Y, or Z. I mean like, do you know where to say yes and where to say no? Do you know have those internal or external boundaries? If you want to be a creative that thrives with the time that you have because we all only have 24 hours a day, then one we have to do is we have to take those thoughts that maybe served us for a while. That's the beautiful thing about thoughts. I don't actually believe that any of them are bad or wrong. They served us for a time and now it is time to respectfully let them go. And so for many of us, creatives, it is time for us to recognize our thoughts around time and how to let them go. So how to move forward with this? One, you're going to need to do the work to shift your thoughts around control and time. Notice, recognize, and replace and then repeat. Notice, recognize, and replace. So notice that I think that my time is not my own and that I am controlled by these external circumstances. Recognize 
how when you think those things or you act in relation to it, maybe you're not conscious of it because most of us function in a unconscious place unless we are intentionally trying to be mindful of our thoughts throughout our day. Recognize how those thought systems are driving you and driving your choices and then replace those thoughts, replace those beliefs. And it's not easy peasy. It's going to take some time, but it's the power in the notice, recognize, and replace and repeat process that's going to optimize your time. Next, reflect on your time and just as a global process at the end of each day. This is not a time and space for you to analyze if you got your to-do list done. That should be at a different time. What I want you to do is to just at the end of every day, take a minute or two and ask yourself with curiosity, how did I relate to the concept of time today? How was I in terms of my energy when it came to time and choices and priorities? Did I move in alignment or did I allow the energy and the movement and the inertia of the day take me in a direction I didn't want to go? And then just acknowledge it and then right the ship. We can't go back and fix where we have sailed. It's a waste of energy. But if we can say, wow, I don't feel good at the end of this day. And the reason for that is that I let the tyranny of the urgent take over. And that is because I truly believe that my time is not my own. That's a place that I struggle. I am someone that is a giver of time. I feel energetically pulled towards people. And so if I am not careful what belief that bills in me, though this is not true, is that my time is not my own. And so what I have to recognize is I am a horribly awful person when I get stuck in that belief system. It very quickly switches from being altruistic to being me or crabby or reactive. And I'm sure each of you has a pattern in that space too. So take that minute. We all have a minute at the end of the day. We scroll on our phone at the end of the day. We do a little extra cleaning at the end of the day because, so take that two minutes that like you were like, oh, maybe I'll like now wipe down the microwave again, even though I did it yesterday. Skip a day and reflect on your time and then do it again tomorrow because that's where we shift our brain. That's how we shift our mindsets and then shift our life if you feel stuck my friends in going through this and you're like Ugh, I don't know how to ask myself these questions it's not something you've done before great welcome to this journey I'm so excited for you or maybe you've done this but you're still feeling stuck it's a place that you you just you get stuck related to time and not just in like can I get my through my to-do list or more that space of overwhelmed overworked and getting stuck in the reactive scheduling then I want to invite you to schedule with me a time optimization audit now I hesitated to call this a time optimization audit because that sounded really formal, but I couldn't come up with a really clever term. So let me tell you what this is. 
And maybe by the time this episode airs, it's called something slightly different. But in essence, it is take back your time situation. So in this, we're going to meet together digitally for 90 minutes. Let me tell you why 90 minutes. We're going to like look at your schedule. We're going to look at your life. We're going to look at your relationship to time, your thoughts around times, the patterns that are driven by that. We're going to get the all in there. And we're going to recognize the thoughts that are driving you right now and where maybe they aren't serving you and how to shift that. You're going to leave with like actionable things you can do every day to shift that. And then also in that, we're going to look logistically at like, are you actually optimizing your time? Is there spaces and places where you, because of the energy you are coming to your day with, because of the energy you are coming to your schedule with, you are losing all sorts of time. How we think causes us to lose time. So if that is something you were interested in, go ahead and send me a DM and we can talk a little bit more about that and the price point. It's a really low price entry level place and perfect for those of you who you're like, okay, I'm heading into the summer. I know this next coming year is going to continue to be chaotic and I don't want to feel overworked and overburdened anymore. This is a great way to dive into that and go into your summer feeling lighter and like you finally let go of looking for the perfect planner not looking forward to january when you get to try out this version or that version but instead have shifted so much of how your brain works around time that by the time that it comes to pick out the quote unquote perfect planner really all you'll be doing is picking the planner that you like instead of the one that's going to fix you. So send me a DM, send me an email, and we can chat about scheduling that. Thank you so much for joining us here today. I can't wait to join you on the next episode for more tips, encouragement, and inspiration for thriving as creatives.